Good morning, this is Pastor Chad, and you are listening to episode 6 of Give Me Jesus. Once again, I want to do something new for the podcast today, and I'll perhaps do this from time to time. I'm going to play for you a clip from a past sermon of mine. The text I'm preaching from is Joshua 24, 14-24. I've just discussed the opening imperative to fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and faithfulness. But then I jump to verse 23, which gives us some further insight on what this means. I think we see a fuller picture here of what it is to serve the Lord in sincerity and faithfulness. So verse 23, he said, Put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. So, of course, it is key that we put away the gods that are among us. But what I want to focus on here for a moment is, is this phrase, incline your heart to the Lord. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful phrase. Incline your heart to the Lord. Right? If you want to worship in sincerity and faithfulness, particularly in sincerity, then, then that means we ought to incline our hearts to the Lord. I think uh, Jonathan Edwards, uh, we've talked about Jonathan Edwards before. He was um, a Puritan in colonial America, um, a, a preacher and, and an author. And uh, he was instrumental in what we call a great awakening, a revival that took place in colonial America. Um, he, he, he write, he's, he's written this a short piece. It's called a, simply titled Personal Narrative. It's really a wonderful piece I'd recommend to you. You can find it online. But I want to read to you a, just a short excerpt from that. Because in this, I think you see a really good example of what it is to incline your heart to the Lord. Listen to what he says. He says, Sometimes only mentioning a single word caused my heart to burn within me, or only seeing the name of Christ or the name of some attribute of God. And God has appeared glorious to me on account of the Trinity. It has made me have exalting thoughts of God that he subsists in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The sweetest joys and delights I have experienced have not been those that have arisen from a hope of my own good estate, but in a direct view of the glorious things of the gospel. When I enjoy this sweetness, it seems to carry me above the thoughts of my own estate. It seems at such times a loss that I cannot bear to take my eye off from the glorious, pleasant object that I behold without me to turn my eye upon myself and my own good estate. Now, I know that's kind of wordy. Um, it was a few hundred years ago that he wrote this. Um, but but do, 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 you, do you get the feel of that, right? He says, just seeing the name of Christ um, stirs up all these affections within him. Um, he, he, he gives us a great example here, I think, of someone whose heart is inclined to the Lord. Someone who does worship in sincerity and faithfulness. So just let me ask you this morning, do you want that? Like when, when, you, when you heard me read those words, did, did something well up within you to say, yes, I, I want to have those same affections for the Lord. I don't want to just go through the motions, but I really, I really want to know and love the Lord in this sincere kind of way. I, I pray that that is true. I pray that you do desire that. But uh, the question is, if, if you do, in fact, desire, how, how do we get to that place? How do you get to that place to where your heart really is inclined to the Lord? It's not just simply going through the motions and, and it's not uh, um, insincere or, or unfaithful worship, but rather worshiping in sincerity and faithfulness. How do we get there? 
Well, of course, we need the Holy Spirit, right? You need your heart to be changed by the Holy Spirit. That's key. Right? Without, without that, we're hopeless. We're, we're, we're going to be prone to idolatry. And, and, and even, even for someone, though, who has been born again, who has the Holy Spirit, um, we're prone to wonder. So not only do we need the Holy Spirit, but we need intentionality. That's really key. You know, I think it's easy for us to think of the affections on one hand as spontaneous and free and life-giving. But then, and then we think of intentionality and self-discipline. Sometimes we might think, you know, forced, dry, and lifeless. And so, so we separate the two. We say, okay, the affections or the emotions, you know, they're, they're here. And then intentionality and discipline, it's over here. They're completely um, distinct from one another. But it's important that we recognize that these actually do go hand in hand. And that uh, if, we want, if we want to have our hearts inclined to the Lord, it's not something that just is going to come spontaneously uh, without any kind of intentional action. We, we, we do have to be intentional. And, uh, and, I, and, and again, um, returning to Jonathan Edwards, uh, it's helpful for us to know that before this time in which uh, Edwards is recounting, right? he's, he's looking back and he's talking about um, these affections that he had for the Lord. But, but even before that, you know that Jonathan Edwards, he wrote another piece, and really it was just for himself. It was called 70 Resolutions. It was, it was a list of strict guidelines by which he would live his life. It's priorities that he um, wanted to have in his life. Now, if that's on intentionality, I don't know what is. So, so, so know that intentionality uh, needs, to, needs to be a part of our worship uh, if we want to worship in sincerity and faithfulness. Oh, every hour, every day, I need.